Welcome to the Holistic Health Duo Show with your hosts, Vanessa and Thanos. Counselor, naturopath, nutritionist, herbalist, acupuncturist. We work with clients all around Australia and in Europe, assisting them on their health and wellness journey. Here on the show, we'll be talking all things holistic health and wellness, parenting, mindfulness, meditation, nutrition, and much more. We'll be sharing health truths, tips, and recommendations to inspire you to start living your best life possible. Let's get started. Hello everyone and I hope that you're doing well. It's so good to be back here recording podcasts. I absolutely love it and we can't wait to share more and more and more with you all and thank you to all of you for submitting what things you'd like to hear more about, what topics you'd like us to discuss more. So we are doing our best to record those for you and to get them out. So thank you so much to all of our listeners and for to all of you for downloading the episodes and we are so, so grateful for our little community on here. So today I want to talk to you about how to sort of balance parenthood with work life and with time for yourself and pretty much everything else in between. Now that we're a lot of us are sort of in lockdown and if we're not in lockdown, we're sort of out of lockdown for a bit and then we're back in lockdown. So that in itself is in sort of an imbalance. But I want to kind of talk about how balance affects our life and where this kind of idea comes from. So in Chinese medicine, there's a very strong belief that imbalance within the body actually causes disharmony. And if that disharmony is left untreated, then illness or disease can be the result sort of later down the track. So this balance is referred to as yin and yang. And in ancient Chinese philosophy, yin and yang is this concept of dualism. So it's describing how contrary forces may actually be complementary to one another and how they're interconnected and interdependent in, in the natural world and how they support one another. So now I kind of think we can all agree that there is no such thing as a perfect balance in life. Are we right? And we shouldn't be striving for a perfect balance because that's unrealistic and difficult to achieve and it's only going to lead to disappointment and frustration. But I think we could have the intention of balance. So this means that if things aren't always flowing exactly as we would hope, then we accept that and we continue on with no frustration or disappointment, but we continue to strive for this kind of intentional balance. So in life, you know, there are times when particular things come up. Um, We might need to attend to um, a family member because there's something that's going on there. Um, We might, you know, need to prioritize our work a little bit more. Some jobs might require some more attention for a particular amount of time. And that's a normal flow of life. Things sort of come up and things kind of then settle down. Then something else comes up. Like that is just life. And I think as parents, one of the biggest challenges is is balance. I mean, there's balance between parenting and then household chores, meal planning, work, social life, appointments. And then all in all, we're trying to still give to ourselves and not lose ourselves in the process. 
So many of us nowadays and even more of us after lockdown and restrictions and things have been working from home with our children and this is something that we have been actually doing for ever. <laughs> so before long before lockdowns and restrictions even existed, um, Fanos and I worked um, from home. So our clinic is located on the bottom level of our home. And so we've got our children that we raise. And so we would have, and we still do, a system in place where we tag team and we have family time all together. And then I have my time to do my things. Fanos has his time to do his things. And then we kind of meet up again. Um, It's a system um, that flows really well for us. And That's why we thought we would kind of share some of these things with you today because in order for us to best serve the people we love, our family, our clients, uh, everyone else around us basically, we need to be um, the best version of ourselves. You know, we, we need to be giving to ourselves, nourishing ourselves, making sure that we are feeling great so that we can actually perform at a, a good level. If you can imagine if we're exhausted, depleted, low in energy, lacking patience, irritable, uninspired, unfulfilled. Like what kind of service will we, will we be providing to the people around us? It's when we're feeling fulfilled, inspired, purposeful, healthy, happy, that we actually can provide the best service to others and be the best at our work or whatever we are doing. So how do we actually do this? Well, I've got eight tips for you today that I hope will be of service to you and that you can take away. So I want to start with number one, which is practicing self-love and self-care. Now these, these terms get thrown around all over Instagram. So I understand if you're hearing this and saying like, oh, okay, seriously, again, but I want you to hear me out. Self-care and self-love doesn't mean just, you know, walking past the mirror and repeating affirmation like, I love myself, and then putting on some makeup and saying, well, I did some self-love and did some self-care, so that's it for the day. No, it's actually more than that, and it's on a deeper level than that. So when we practice these rituals or self-care and self-love, it's not something that we should be doing, you know, just here and there. It's something that we need to make time for throughout our day. You know, it's not even like one time a week. It's literally throughout our day. How we start our day should be so fulfilling so inspiring and so motivating that we we actually want to continue with that attitude and that you know um, outlook for the rest of the day. So just doing little things throughout your day, setting timers on your phone for meditation, five minutes even, practicing some breathing, doing some stretching, going out in the, in the sun and sitting there, um, ringing a friend, um, and having a beautiful soulful chat, um, reading a book, listening to a podcast, cooking. Anything that actually brings you joy, doing it with love, without rushing, just really taking your time and being present in that moment. Whatever lights you up, absolutely anything, but doing more of that. So the idea is to fill up your cup first so that it's completely overflowing with absolute goodness. And then you will find that when you do this, the service you provide to others will be enjoyable, easier, and of more quality. Number two is stop the glorification of busy. Oh, I cannot scream this enough. These days we hear that people are always saying like hustling and grinding, multitasking, busy. And we live in a world where being busy is like cool and glorified. 
Can we change that like now, please? There is no need to feel constantly under the pump or pressured to be achieving. There will be days where we're ticking things off our to-do list with ease and there may be other days where we need to sort of slow down and dive inwards. And so listening to where we're at and what we need in that moment and honoring that is really, really important. So taking it easy and listening to what our mind, body, and soul require is is crucial so that we don't burn out, so that we can continue working and doing things um, with you know a healthy mind, body, and soul. Number three is organization and simplicity. This is key. So it's important to know that we can't always be 100% um, sort of organized all of the time. But if we can practice planning ahead and preparing ourselves for the day, week, even month, we're more likely to move through our day with ease. So simplifying our to-do lists, not making them so intense and unrealistic, but noting down the most important things that you would like to get done. Um, Making sure our home is nice and simple and minimal. Obviously, you know, if you're not into that, that's okay, but it just makes you feel more inspired and um, your brain functions a bit better because it's not overstimulated by so many things when it sort of looks around. Your wardrobe is another one. Simplify it. Keep it really light and simple. When we have more stuff, we feel more overwhelmed. We actually feel like there's too much choice. So I find having a simple wardrobe each day to get up and choose what I want to wear for that day makes me feel less stressed than if I had too many choices to choose from. And also your work desk or your workspace. So just keeping that really minimal with only things that you actually require to work and a few extra little pieces that obviously inspire you or make you feel good. So for me, it's like a crystal, um, a um, some essential oils, my floralina toning spray that I spritz onto my face every, um, f- you know, every few hours to just sort of give me that boost of energy and just makes me feel really fresh. Um, yeah, and not having your phone on you all of the time is another one as well. Number four is meal planning. So how many times have you been? so laser focused on what you're doing that you gaze over to the clock and you realize that it's almost dinner time and mm, there's nothing prepared. So taking time out on a Sunday or any other day that suits you to plan and prep for the week makes a huge difference. So we also like to prepare healthy snacks for our kids from the morning because they have their three main meals, but they also like to munch on things throughout the day. And rather than me constantly preparing different types of snacks for them um, or cutting up fruit and vegetables, I do it in the morning and I can kind of give that to them at um, any time that they feel like they need it. Number five is scheduling white space. This is super important and something I've only become really good at as of recent. So sometimes without even realizing, we begin squeezing things into our day, over-scheduling and over-committing ourselves to things, places, and people. So it's important that we practice setting boundaries and we choose how we want to dedicate our time and energy. So blocking out times in your calendar for white space is a great way to practice dolce faniente, the sweetness of doing nothing. Yep like nothing. And we all deserve time to do nothing and be completely present without anywhere to be or have anything to do in that moment. Number six is be kind to yourself. So we're always taught to be kind to others, but very few of us were ever taught to be kind to ourselves too. So being a parent is a big responsibility. It can be overwhelming, but 
that's why it is important that we tell ourselves that we're doing a great job and even give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back because we're not going to always get it right, whatever that means and looks like. And we won't always get it all done. But what matters is that we are being kind to ourselves in the process because we have a lot of things that we are trying to balance and therefore we need to always respect and honor ourselves as well. Number seven is don't compare. So many of us are guilty of doing this. We find ourselves comparing our parenting styles, um, our lives, our children, our accomplishments, our wardrobes, our absolutely everything to others. Even online, how many followers, how many likes, like, oh, that's got to stop. We need to stop comparing because it is the thief of joy and it doesn't allow us to see beyond that. So whether it's people we know in real life, in person, or whether it's people that we follow on Instagram, let's just clear something up. Nothing is what it appears, especially on social media. Most of the time, Instagram is a highlight reel, and it's important to keep reminding ourselves of that. Because it can be really easy to get caught up and to really believe everything that we see. And there's no need to compare yourself or your life to anybody else's. We are each on our own journey in this life and you're exactly where you need to be right now. So trust that. And number eight, super, super important is health and wellness can't be ignored. So health and wellness does not wait for anybody. It's easy to forget about our health and wellness when things are going good and we're feeling really good and we're, you know, everything's fine. We do, however, notice the importance of health and wellness when we're run down, when we're low in energy, when we're unwell or battling unpleasant symptoms. Health and wellness is a lifelong journey and definitely not a destination. We don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, great, I'm healthy now. And then that's it. We have to keep at it. It's a working progress. We have to keep evolving, growing, getting better. It's definitely about having a holistic approach and about how the little things that we do in each day, the food we eat, movement, meditation, happiness, sunshine, time in nature, water, vitamin and mineral levels, like all of this stuff, and there's more than that, the more we up-level our health and wellness, the better we actually feel within ourselves and the better we can be of service to the people around us. These are just some things to consider, but just remember that you're doing a remarkable job. So take a deep breath, smile, and do this throughout your day as often as possible because life isn't about rushing and running. It's it's, more like a marathon where we have to sort of run a bit, walk a bit, jog a little, rest, recover, then continue. And I apply that marathon sort of um, example to many things because we need to acknowledge that we need breaks and we need time to recover and reflect and then kind of get back on, you know? So I really hope that this has been um, helpful to you. And just remember that there is no such thing as perfect balance, but becoming aware of the different areas of you in your life that are important to you means that you're able to set that intention and you're able to become better at acknowledging which areas perhaps you're focusing way too much on and which areas might need more love and attention. Thank you for tuning into today's episode and we'll see you in the next one.